Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. All right, The Girl in the Locked Room, A Ghost Story, Chapter 15, Jewels. We came home from the picnic after dark. The shadows made me uneasy. Something screamed in the woods and I grabbed Dad's hand. It's an owl hooting, he said, a barn owl, the one with the pretty heart-shaped face and the horrible screech. I clung to his hand. Owl or not, the cry chilled me through and through. I became intensely aware of every sound, the snapping of a twig, a rustle in the bushes, the wind sighing in the branches. Even the man in the moon looked anxious. It's lovely to walk at night with a full moon to guide our way home, Mom said. It makes me think of Byron's poem. She walks in beauty like the night. The night didn't make me think of anything but galloping horses and angry shouts. What if the men come upon us come upon us here? Would I, would I be the only one to see them? Would my parents believe me if I said that we were in danger? I walked faster, tripping over the roots and stones. Mom and Dad urged me to slow down and watch my step, but I walked even faster. And so did they. When we came out of the woods, I was actually glad to see the dark bulk of the house ahead of us. It was 9.30 by the kitchen clock. I was too tired to keep my eyes open, so I went to bed. Instead of falling asleep, I lie there thinking of Lily. When I'd call her name, she'd look right at me. Had she really asked me to help her? Okay, you know what I think? I think her mom's a psychic too because her mom gets like really angry yeah. and she talks about it. And I think her mom's a psychic too and I think she is like scared yeah, of it and doesn't want her to talk it about it. It sounds like it. The story so far sounds like her mom. I think so too. It's also the psychic Dude, person. I think so too. My friends is psychic too. <gasps> my friends read my mind a bunch of times. So can my dad. Oh my gosh. Lucky I want to be a psychic. Oh my gosh. The next morning um, after... You want to be a lot of things. I do want to be a lot of things. Yeah. My is... teacher's really good with voices. No way. She's like, we're reading this book in my class called Spider Cane, the mystery yeah. uh, Jumbo Nightcrawlers. Mm-hmm. And she, there are like so many different characters mm-hmm. and she is so good with the voices. Oh my gosh. Good for her. Oh my gosh. The next morning, after Dad left, I asked Mom if he'd said any more about finding the permanent work about finding permanent work in Hillsboro. We talked last night after you went to bed, but he's still unsure. Please make Dad understand how much I want to stay here. Your father seems stubborn to you, maybe even insensitive, but I'm sure I can convince him convince him that it's in your best interest. Thanks, Mom. I gave her a hug. I love you so much. That's so sweet. I, yeah, I love you too, sweetie. She raised her cup of cup cup of coffee to salute here's to her permanent home in hillsboro i clinked my juice glass against it to hillsboro my mom opened her laptop i promise that i won't give up until your father says yes while mom worked on her novel i washed the breakfast dishes the sink under the window that had the view of the field behind the addition oh the sink was under the window that had a view of the field behind the addition with my hands in warm soapy water i ditched i watched a doe and a pair of speckled fawns moved leisurely through the weeds and vanished into the woods. A pheasant flew up from the underbrush, and three or four vultures circled around the treetops. Vultures? High in the sky, soaring in circles? They were beautiful. But on the ground up close, they were downright ugly, 
scrawny red necks, black feathers, long, wicked beaks. They hunched by roadsides and gathered around dead animals, ripping them to pieces. Dad Dad says vultures clean the world, but most people saw them as I did. Bad omens. Just as I set the plate on the the last plate in the dish drainer, a group of men appeared at the edge of the woods. Their clothing was old-fashioned, dark pants, white shirts, black suspenders. They wore a white-brimmed hats. I wonder who they are. The bad ghosts, the robbers. Oh, yeah. They seemed to be looking for something. The vultures hovered over their heads and watched. A man shouted to the others, Oh, Lord, come quickly, I found them. Are they all right, one called? Dead, he cried, murdered. The others rushed to his side and took off their hats. They looked down silently. One of the men groaned. It's Henry and Laura. Another said, But where's their daughter? Where's Lily? No one answered. The vultures circled above them, and the men silently, silent, stood silently with their heads bowed. A second later, they were gone. Men and vultures both. I stared at the dark shadows between the trees and twisted my dishcloth in my hands. My, leg trum- my legs trembled, and I leaned against the sink to study myself. What's wrong with me? Was I hallucinating or was I seeing ghosts from the past? I backed away from the sink and bumped into a chair. Mom looked up for her from her laptop. What's wrong, Jules? Nothing. I just tripped over the chair. I tried to hide my shaking hands as I crammed them into my pockets. But you look so pale. She got to her feet and peered at me. Are you sure you're not coming down with something? I'm fine. Really. Wait, are those like men ghosts from the past? Yeah. I was about to fix coffee. Shall I make a cup of tea for you? It'll only take a minute. Oh, that would be nice. I sat at the table. My legs were still shaking and my heart was beating so fast. I was surrounded by the ghosts of Oak Hill and I wanted to know why. A few minutes later, mom set the the teacup in front of me. I put honey in it. Thank you. I picked up the cup and smelled the bergamot. Earl Grey, my favorite. Mom sat beside me. Her laptop was closed. Something's bothering you, Jules. It's more about the old house, isn't is it? I stared into my cup. The tea was so clear. I saw the floaters on the top of the of, on the cup's bottom. I'm fine, really, Mom. Mom turned her cup as if she had, if as if it had to be in a certain spot, its handle facing just right, just the right way. Touching it lightly with her fingertip, she said, "Are you still worrying about the Bennett family?" Don't you want to know what happened to them? Mom sipped her coffee and coffee and then set her cup down carefully. Not really. Some things are best left unknown. But what if you could change the past? So what happened in this world wouldn't happen in another world. I wish you could change the past in real life. Mm. That would be pretty cool, but it would it would mess with the future. Yep. Like, like, the, like if you mess something up, then you could like make your go back and do it again. Yeah, but or, then you'd mess up your yeah. reputation in the future. Yep. Like the Christomancy books? Like if you well, if you failed a test and you wanted to retake it and cheat, mm-hmm. like you would go back and then you'd cheat on another person. Yeah. And then it would ruin your reputation in the future. Yeah, maybe. It's better just to take your fate on what's already happened. Yep. Well, yes. What if it's true? What if, oh, Jules, I love those books as much as you do, but the almost anywheres don't exist. Maisie's father told her that some people believe the alternate universes that they believe in alternate universes. They think, and some people believe that the earth is flat, Mom said. She opened her laptop. Now I really need to hit the keys. I promised my agent I'd have the manuscript ready last week, and it's still far from finished. I lingered at the table, wishing Mom had more to talk. But she was already engrossed in her novel. She wouldn't have, she wouldn't have believed me anyways. I walked outside and sat on the deck. Inside, Mom typed away on her laptop. 
In the old house, Dad and his crew hammered and sawed. The wind came up, the trees swayed, and the dark sky and the sky darkened with heavy clouds. It looked as if it might rain again. I thought of Lily in her room on the third floor. Was she at her window watching in the same stormy sky? I walked around the house and looked up her, to her window, hoping Lily was there. I waved. I glimpsed movement from behind the glass. It might have been a response. I might have. It might have been a reflection. I waited for a while, but I saw nothing else. I went back inside and wrote an email to Maisie. So much has happened, I told her. I saw paintings of the Bennett family in Roanoke Museum. Then we had a picnic at the stream and I saw the Bennetts again, all three of them this time. They were having a picnic too and Lily looked at me and she saw me and said something, but I couldn't, it's okay, it was just, it's just chicks. I couldn't understand what, maybe help? And then there was the men on the edges of the woods behind the house and they were looking at the Bennetts and they found their bodies, but Lily wasn't with them. Why do I keep seeing these things from the past? I wish you were here. I wish you'd been here, Maisie. Hmm. Who's Maisie? I forgot who she is. Maisie. Oh, oh, you didn't get to hear about it, but she meets a girl in the bookstore. Library. Same thing. And makes a friend. Mm-hmm. Yep. Makes a friend. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome.